This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wildcat Scoop podcast. We're three for three this week. Um, I'm uh, I'm senior editor of Wildcat Authority, Jason Shear, and uh, it's game time. Well, 24 hours from now, it's game time. Um, Arizona will face Oregon State on Thursday night, and this is a really fun week of Pac-12 basketball, and one where should Arizona be able to get the sweep, uh, it would be a, a very big deal in the grand scheme of things of winning the Pac-12 uh, regular season title. But one step at a time. And that first step is the Oregon State Beavers. And as you know by now, uh, Oregon State annihilated Arizona in the first meeting, uh, was not close at all, um, was a, a pretty disappointing performance all the way around. Um, you can make a very good case that it was the worst performance that Arizona has put together uh, this season. Um, simply put, uh, it was the defense, and and I think that may be the most surprising thing of that game was that, yes, Oregon State is a good offensive team. Uh, Ken Palm, I believe they're 36 now, but there was nothing that Arizona could do in order to stop Oregon State in that game. The first half was 31-31 at, at halftime, but it didn't have a good feel for it. Like You didn't watch the first half and say, man, Arizona is going to really run away with this game uh for the game oregon state shot a ridiculous 54 percent from the field eight of 18 for three uh also won the class had more assists i mean it was just uh a a bad only 10 turnovers um it was just a a bad a bad game <laughs> that's really that's really all there is to it it was a bad game for Arizona, and I'm just going to take a look at the box score and, and kind of rehash that game a little bit, unfortunately. Um, the difference was it, it wasn't even a guy like Trace Tinkle. Um, yes, Trace Tinkle got 20 points, 7 and 6 in 6 rebounds, um, but Trace is going to get 20 points. It matters efficiency, 6 of 13, not awful. So, you know, it, it's with Oregon State, it comes down to the other guys. Where you take a look at the other guys, 18 points, 8 assists for Ethan Thompson, only missed 3 shots. Kyler Kelly, 13-6, and six, only missed two shots. Alfred Hollins, 12 points, six rebounds, only missed three shots. Zach Reichel, which we'll get to in a bit, uh, 11 points. I mean, Alfred Hollins averages 5.7 points per game on 39% shooting, and he dropped 12 against Arizona. Uh, it, it's just, it was this type of situation where, yeah, Trace Tinkle's going to get his. Heck, maybe Ethan Thompson's going to get his. Uh, but 12 points from Alfred Hollins. The only other Pac-12 game where he scored that much was against Cal, where he had 14. All right, he has not scored in double digits beyond that game. 
Okay, that was the only game since November 27th. It took him until January 12th against Arizona to score in double digits, and then it took him until February 1st. Alfred Hollins is not the guy that should be beating Arizona, and yet here he was in that first meeting beating Arizona. Not only that, but Arizona's offense was bad that game. And the thing is, Arizona is a much different team, uh, which you would see by looking at the box score. Uh, Chase Jeter, for instance, started, played 18 minutes in that game. Stone Gettings only 15. Uh, Jamal Baker, 18, had 10 points, played well offensively. Um, defensively, we'll get it to in a minute. Josh Green had nine. Nico had nine points, but he did have nine assists. Dylan Smith didn't make a field goal, was 0 for 6 from the field. And Zeke was his normal self with 21 and 9. Zeke is going to play well again. Oregon State cannot match up with Zeke. Kyler Kelly is a good defender, but he's not a great man-to-man defender. He's more of a weak weak side, ball screen, you know, shot blocking type of defender. He's not going to be able to man up on Zeke. And Trace Tinkle isn't a guy that they want guarding Zeke because they need to save him offensively. To me, that difference in the game was the perimeter defense. Um, if you remember, Jamal Baker guarded Zach Reichel and got killed in that matchup. Even though Baker had 10 points, he couldn't guard Zach Reichel, which is crazy. I mean, it's crazy to think that here's Reichel, a guy that is not athletic. Um, He played 34 minutes, and he really did whatever he wanted against Arizona. He's a decent player. He's not a good player. He's not an excellent. He's not bad. He is a decent, average player. And really, he saw Jamal Baker in front of him and consistently took him off the dribble uh, and beat him. And that's all there was to it. Nico Mannion got beat on lobs, which is crazy for a point guard to do. That should not happen. Got beat back door, which 100% for a point guard should not happen. That's Nico's fault. That's communication. That's a bunch of things. But going back and watching that game, um, even the coaches watched the video and were dumbfounded by how bad Arizona was defensively. Uh, they were getting beat on things that they knew were coming, that they watched film. Oregon State didn't do anything special. They just flat out beat Arizona. And so the idea of beating Oregon State at home is it's different because Arizona got blown out against Oregon State. And I know that Sean Miller said that he doesn't play the revenge angle. And I and I believe him. I don't think that he's going to say revenge, revenge, Oregon State, revenge, and things like that. But you can't tell me that in the back of these players' minds they're thinking, man, this team kicked our butts the first time. We need to return the favor. Arizona is a better team than Oregon State. I think we can all agree on that. I understand what happened in the first meeting. Usually better teams don't lose by 17 points and get blown out. Arizona is a better team than Oregon State. Does the better team always win? No. And there's things that Arizona has to do better. It has to watch out for those ball screens. Oregon State is going to spread out Arizona defensively and say, we are going to beat you in our one-on-one matchups. If Arizona defends those one-on-one matchups, Oregon State will get blown out in this game because I don't think that Oregon State's defense is remotely good enough to stop Arizona's offense, especially going to the basket. And yes, I know Arizona struggled offensively, but um, Arizona matches up pretty good with Oregon. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase 
purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good state. Uh, Ethan Thompson is a great point guard. Nico Manian's a fine point guard as well. Trey Sinkle, but beyond that, Zeke's better than Kelly. Stone Gettings is playing the best basketball uh, of his Arizona career, and he'll be just fine against Alfred Hollins. Uh, Dylan Smith, you know, defensively, he should be fine. We'll, we'll see how he plays offensively. Jamal Baker is a much better player now than he was when we saw him against Oregon State. Arizona should be able to win this game. Uh, in terms of what it needs to do, I mean, look, Ethan Thompson and Trace Tinkle are two guys where they're going to get theirs. If they don't get theirs, Arizona probably won the game by 20 points. It, it, it's really that simple. Um, Arizona is going to say, look, it, it's the other guys. And I'm not saying that they're not going to try to stop Trace Tinkle and Ethan Thompson because obviously they are. You don't want those guys going off. But it's the guys like Alfred Hollins and Zach Reichel. If Alfred Hollins scores 15 points or whatever he had in the first meeting, Arizona probably lost. If he goes and scores his average and the other guys score their average, Arizona's going to win this game. And this is a big game for Arizona. I mean, there's only so much that you could analyze in a basketball game where seven guys are playing. The strategy for Arizona is extremely straightforward. Rebound the basketball take care of the basketball, defend the one-on-one matchups. Again, offensively, I think Arizona's fine. It's going to get at open looks. And I've said this the last few weeks, there's going to be one of these games where the shots fall. I am 100% convinced still that Arizona is a better shooting team than it has shown this season. I've seen these guys shoot in high school. I've seen these guys shoot earlier in the season. Arizona is a better shooting team than we have seen. With that being said, it needs to show it. You know, if you're hesitant to believe me on that, or you're hesitant to believe Sean Miller when he says that, I completely understand. Why would you believe it? There's no proof. Um, But the proof is coming. I I am completely convinced that one of these games, maybe it's Thursday, maybe it's Saturday, maybe it's in the NCAA tournament, but Arizona's going to shoot some stupid percentage, (laughs) like 60% or something like that, where it's the other team finally saying, man, like what the heck are you supposed to do? Um, you know, ideally that game comes this week, but you know, we'll see, uh, in terms of what this game means, um, I, I said it earlier in the podcast and this is going to be a quick podcast because it's, you can only say so much in a game preview. It's easier to review than preview games. But, um, in terms of the grand scheme of winning the PAC 12 title, uh, it is real simple. Losses hurt wins help. That's really where we are. It is very hard at this point of the season with six games left to lose games and win the conference. ASU-Oregon is a humongous game for the Pac-12 title. ASU is right in it with Arizona-Oregon and all those other teams. They don't get mentioned because they're ASU, but you take a look at their record, and they are right there. And if they beat Oregon, they are really right there. Um, So that's a a huge game, Uh, you know, I'm not going to suggest Arizona fans root for ASU, but if you believe that Oregon's chances of losing games are less than ASU's chances of losing games, you obviously wouldn't be too upset by ASU beating Oregon um, because you assume if Oregon loses to ASU in Arizona this week, Oregon's done. Um, just the way you know you, you kind of look at the schedule remaining for this season. Uh, you have Colorado against the LA schools at home. Should be pretty easy. They should be able to win both. But if the Pac-12 has taught us anything, it's that should have, would have, could have. None of it matters. <laughs> like um, Colorado should sweep. Probably means it won't sweep. 
Um, Arizona beating Oregon State is a huge deal. If it loses to Oregon State, it's hard to see Arizona winning this conference, and it's hard to see Arizona beating Oregon. If Arizona somehow comes up with a split this weekend, it's going to be hard to win the conference, but you never know. Um, If Arizona comes up with a sweep, all bets are off, and Arizona is right there and in probably better position than anybody else. Uh, So it's going to be a a very intriguing week of Pac-12 basketball. There's a lot of great stuff going on. I expect Arizona to beat Oregon State. Uh, I haven't written my breakdown as of time of this recording, uh, but I would probably pick Arizona by 10. Uh, They're 10-point favorites. I think Arizona is a better team than Oregon State. Uh, My guess is that basically Jamal Baker, you know, I'm, I'm kind of crediting him or assuming that he'll be a better defender against a guy like Reichel than he was in the first meeting. I'm assuming Nico Mannion comes out and plays better. I'm assuming that Zeke Najee has a uh, same game that he always has. Um, Dylan Smith is going to be the question mark because Dylan Smith in this game, Oregon State is not a great defensive team. To me, Dylan Smith could actually put together an, a, a decent game. He's not going to go off for 20 points, obviously, but if he has 12 points on solid shooting, it would not surprise me um, at all. I release another guy where uh, Oregon State's a little bigger inside, but he should be able to have uh, a solid game as well. I'm curious to see how Oregon State attacks Arizona defensively. And what I mean by that is it's really hard to zone Arizona this year. Arizona probably would like to play a zone. It's more efficient that way. Stone Gettings is very successful against the zone. Oregon State likes to zone teams and throw different looks. I'm sure that Wayne Tinkle will throw three different defenses at Arizona and try to confuse it. They'll press. They'll drop back into a zone. They'll go man-to-man, 1-3-1, etc. Um, one three one Oregon State ran at one possession in the first game. It led to a dunk by Zeke Naji, and that was the end of the one three one. It's really hard to one three one Arizona. It's almost impossible. So I expect just some two three, some matchup stuff, some man to man mostly. But I'm curious to see how Nico Manning handles it. Um, again, expect Arizona to win by about ten points. Uh, we will do a review of that Oregon State game and a preview of the Oregon game as well. I appreciate you for joining me on WildcatAuthority.com. This is the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. Thanks a lot. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes!